Welcome to Starry Alignment, the weekly horoscope podcast for visionary lightworkers. I am your host, Stevie Medina, aligning you with the sacred rhythm between Earth and the living sky. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to this week's horoscope. Last week, I ran a Cyber Monday special and also a Black Friday special the week before, and it was such a blessing to connect with so many of you out there, whether it was through a discovery call for my Sacred Rhythm Mentorship Program. If you decided to join, welcome. I did welcome a few new mentees into my mentorship program. And if you decided to get a reading with me during this Cyber Monday special, thank you for your support. And I look forward to working with you um, in the coming weeks to do your reading. And I just wanted to say that this week is a very exciting week because I'm going to be going to Manhattan on Thursday to meet Starbirthed, the musicians that create the music for this podcast that you're hearing right now. So if you're interested in meeting me in person, if you're interested in meeting Starbirth and experiencing their music live inside of a salt cave in Manhattan, New York, then I invite you to go check out the link in the description of this episode to register for their nine o'clock performance in this salt cave in Manhattan. It's going to be such an amazing time to be serenaded by their music and to meet so many of you fans out there whether you're a fan of this podcast or of Starbirth, I know that it's going to be a really magical time. So without further ado, let's get into the horoscope. This horoscope is for the week of December 9th through the 15th of 2019. If you are listening on the podcast, I just want to let you know that you can see the charts that I'm going to be going over in this horoscope on YouTube. The link to my channel is in the description of this episode, so you can join us there. And if you are here on YouTube, thanks for joining me. Be sure to subscribe and to leave a comment, like this video. All of your engagement really supports this community and its growth. This is the last full week of the sun in Sagittarius. Next Friday, the sun will move into the sign of Capricorn and will be at the winter solstice. So I invite you to pay attention to how you feel during the Sagittarius season and how you feel, especially with, with us coming out of the peak of or the midpoint of this season. Wherever you have Sagittarius in your chart is notable to look at as well because this is the area of your life that is being lit up in terms of especially whole sign houses and how this relates to the evolution of your life throughout the seasons. So on Monday, we're going to be having the moon in the sign of Taurus. And Taurus is a very grounding sign. It is the fixed earth sign. It is the sign of the moon's exaltation. It is where the moon is thought to function very well. And in this sign, we often tend to focus our energy on nourishment and on what feels right, what feels in our body and our physicality to be natural to us. 
So oftentimes with the moon in the sign, we tend to establish a new routine or get into a new rhythm that supports us energetically for the long term. So when the moon is in the sign on Monday, it's going to be in the waxing gibbous phase, which is a yin phase that is very creative. This is the, this is the phase right before the full moon. And so this is when we are pollinating our ideas and our intentions so that they can culminate into something great with the full moon coming later this week. So this is very much an energy of preparation and it's very supportive to think about how can I be more mindful and more trusting during this window of time before we reach the full moon? How can I prepare for the peak energy and for something to be birthed out of my intentions? Cleansing rituals, self-care, anything that has to do with earth medicine or bring your, pre your attention into the presence and cultivating power within the present moment is very ripe during the time where we have the moon in the sign of Taurus. So on Monday, the primary aspect to start the day is that the moon will be separating from an opposition to Mars in his home sign of Scorpio. So Sunday night may have been a very busy and intense evening, and you may wake up on Monday feeling ambitious, energized, and excited to keep things moving. There could also be potential for feelings of irritability, impatience, or frustration. So be sure to be gentle with yourself and others. As we move into the morning, the moon will perfectly sextile Neptune in Pisces at around 9.20 a.m. Eastern Time. So this energy brings a very relaxing tone to the start of the day, to our ambitious pursuits. It's a really great energy for meditating, for listening to soft and soothing music, for spending time in nature, writing, dreaming, sleeping in, and even resting. So once we get past that aspect from the moon to Neptune at around 9.30 in the morning, we'll likely be more drawn to working on things that are important to us because as we move into the day, the moon is going to be trining Venus, Saturn, and Pluto and Capricorn. So with this trying to Venus from the moon, um, Venus is the planet of the body, of our sensuality. She also rules relationships, money, passion projects, things that we value. So you might find a lot of support in planning as a form of self-care. So preparation for the long term may be a great thing to do on Monday and doing things that help you set a foundation. This aspect between the moon and Venus, this trine, is going to perfect at 11 a.m. Eastern time. As we move into the day, by 3 p.m. Eastern time, the trying to Saturn will perfect. And this adds to the energy of this afternoon being very productive and focused on our responsibilities. We will be very inclined to use our time productively and to move forward through obstacles with a sense of ease. Trines are the most positive aspect that we could have. So this trine from the earth sign, the fixed earth sign of Taurus to the cardinal earth sign of Capricorn is going to help us feel very grounded and steady in our progress towards our goals. 
And it's a great time to get ahead of your work this week. So by about 8.15 p.m. Eastern time, the moon will perfectly trine Pluto. And intense feelings of accomplishment may start to build as we move into the evening. The desire to reward ourselves and to make time for healing may be coming up as we move, you know, into the later date, the later hours of the evening. Honoring simple truths can help to lead to breakthroughs with this aspect. Pluto is the planet of healing, of transformation, of shame, repression, of the dark side. So with a trine from the moon, which rules our emotions, we really have this opportunity to let go of past hurts or to let go of past concerns and move into a higher potential for seeing things. And after this aspect from the trine of the moon to Pluto at around 8.15 p.m. Eastern time, the moon will go void, of course, for the rest of the evening. And when the moon is void, of course, it means that it's not applying in aspect to any other planet in the sky. So when we have this, it's this energy of inertia. So we're better off doing things that are very simple, that don't require other people's immediate feedback or energy. So it's a good night to do things in a simple fashion and to take time to rest, to nourish yourself and to go slow. On Monday, Mercury is also going to move into the sign of Sagittarius at around 5 a.m. Eastern Time. And this is the sign of Mercury's detriment. After having Mercury in Scorpio since October 3rd of 2019, so that's about two months of Mercury in the sign, we're going to be definitely feeling a shift with Mercury moving into this mutable fire sign. And this is the sign of Mercury's detriment because it is where we have Mercury um, opposite its home sign in Gemini. So if the home sign of Mercury is in Gemini, the opposite sign of that Sagittarius is the furthest place that Mercury could be from where it feels most comfortable. Mercury in Gemini is really good at seeing all the details, helping us remember things and communicate in a way that helps messages spread very quickly. Whereas on the other hand, with Mercury in Sagittarius, Mercury is in the sign where he might have more of a difficult time focusing on specific details and facts. We might be more focused on having an expansive point of view versus a very detail-oriented uh, bullet bulletproof uh, plan. There might be some exploring of new territories while we have Mercury in the sign for about the next month. And we might feel more inclined to do things and to think in our own independent way. Our mental focus will likely be on concepts like generosity and optimism. Our philosophy and our beliefs will also be a central point of focus since we have the ruler of Sagittarius being Jupiter. So Jupiter's qualities are also integrated into Mercury's expression while he's moving through these signs and or this sign. And Mercury is going to be under the, under the rulership of Jupiter and Jupiter is in the sign of Capricorn. So I think that while we're going through this season, there's going to be an element of 
taking things a bit more seriously in terms of how we want to expand, how we want to see the broader picture, it will likely be very much connected to how we can take more of an executive role in our lives, how we can become more organized, how we can kind of really think about the bigger picture in a way that helps us gain a sense of greater control and boundaries. So that will likely be a big shift and transformation that we're going through as we have Mercury in the sign. So we, I definitely want to encourage you to trust in the visions that are going to be coming through and to find your way of knowing what is possible within those upper limits, within expanding to a place that you've never gone before, and also differentiating between what might be delusional or what might be too far-fetched. We want to find a balance with that while Mercury's in the sign. And with the sun also in Sagittarius as well, for the next week or so, we might be more inclined to do things that help us to feel free-spirited, and we might be more willing to take risks in order to learn. On Tuesday, the moon will be still in the sign of Taurus until about noon. So as we start the day on Tuesday, the moon will be void, of course, until 11.47 a.m. Eastern Time when the moon moves into Gemini. So since the moon will be in Taurus to start the day, it's a morning on Tuesday to go about things in a slow and steady fashion, to be patient, to connect with yourself in a sensual matter perhaps, and to be deliberate about what it is that you're choosing to do with your time. Once the moon moves into Gemini, we may be more curious to connect with new people or situations with Mercury in Sagittarius now. We may be feeling like we're ready to do things in a, in a way that is more fast paced and um, we might be feeling a little bit more restless with the moon in this sign. Uh, at about 3.45 p.m. Eastern time, the, new, the moon, newly in Gemini, is going to oppose Mercury, newly in Sagittarius. So this will give us an intense look on the big picture, and we might be getting insight through conversations or thoughts that are passing through our minds. We may feel inspired to speak quickly, but it's best to take our time to think things through before saying them. It can be helpful to express our thoughts and feelings today just to kind of air it out. It's, it might feel a little bit inevitable that you're doing communications in some sort, but while you're at it, be mindful of how your words will land and allow space to hear other kinds of opinions or thoughts. Private forms of expression like journaling, dancing, singing, and even talking out loud can help alleviate if you have a busy mind and you just need an outlet for expressing yourself. Venus is gonna be conjunct Saturn on Tuesday and this aspect is going to build and build and perfect on Wednesday. So even on Monday, we're going to be feeling this energy. And throughout this whole week, there is a theme with Venus passing by Saturn and Pluto. So Venus, again, is the planet of passion projects, of money, relationships, sensuality. She connects to our senses and the body. So with her conjunct Saturn, there may be some faded connections in relationships that help us to adjust our point of view in a way that is a bit more serious. There might be important business meetings happening this week, opportunities to give or receive professional feedback, um, 
deeply aware of passing of time is also something that you might notice this week. Even a deep awareness of our own mortality or having a sensitivity to resources. Saturn is a planet that restricts and withholds. And so we learn how to make do with with less, with Capricorn and Saturn energy. So with the fusion of these two planets, there is a maturity around resources, around time, and around our relationships. So new ideas in terms of how to make the most of these aspects of life may start to come through this week and Tuesday and Wednesday especially. On Wednesday, the moon will be in the sign of Gemini, waxing to its complete fullness, which will occur at 12, 12 a.m. Eastern time, basically Thursday morning or midnight around Wednesday. So with the moon in Gemini on Wednesday, this will be a very social, intellectual day where we're definitely going to be focused on that bigger picture view since we have the ruler of the moon in Gemini in the sign of Sagittarius, the ruler of the sign of, of the sign of Gemini being Mercury. So there might be this optimistic approach that we're taking and a sense of playfulness. There may be a desire to go on an adventure or to get outside or to move your body in a way that can help you clear up any mental tension or relieve feelings of anxiety. By about 5.15 p.m. Eastern Time, the moon will perfectly square Neptune in Pisces. And from this, this can add to the energy of confusion or anxiety. So it's best to reserve some time at around 5 p.m. Eastern Time to take a break and to be with nature and to feel the emotions that are flowing through you rather than pushing back against the energy that is maybe inspiring you to take it easy. The sun is also going to be squaring Neptune and coming off of this aspect where we can see that the moon is opposite the sun, about to culminate to its full peak potential, and both the moon and the sun are squaring Neptune. So there may be this needing to think about your ideals, you may be challenging your ideals, you may be challenged to think about your dream in a more practical sense, and to Think about how time is passing and how it is or is not in support of your dream vision for life. The full moon will perfect at 12, 12 a.m. Eastern time on Thursday. So this is basically Wednesday late night at around midnight. We're going to have the full moon peaking and the full moon is going to be at 19 degrees of Sagittarius with the moon at 19 degrees of Gemini. So Gemini is a sign that is very mentally active. So you might notice that with this full moon, you're feeling very stimulated. You're feeling social, like you want to communicate with others or that you're interested in working on technology or writing out the bigger picture. With the ruler of the moon, Mercury in Sagittarius, there may be more of an inclination towards working with teachers or working with students or traveling in terms of celebrating this full moon. With this full moon, we're going to have Venus conjunct Saturn and Pluto in Capricorn. And at around 5 a.m. Eastern Time, Venus will perfectly fuse her energy with Capricorn to start the day on Wednesday. So Wednesday might be a day where you're really aware of your personal business matters 
or you may be eager to cut things out of your life that aren't working and to become more strategic with your time and your social interactions, your resources. All of this will become very relevant with this full moon and the lessons that we're learning in regards to what has come to life since our new moon intentions when we had the Sagittarius new moon about two weeks ago. So Venus conjunct Pluto and Capricorn, um, which will be building by the time we reach this full moon, will bring about a transformation in regards to how we're making money, our ability to make it, in what way and at what rate. There may be this epiphany that comes through with Venus moving through Capricorn and these major planets, and we may realize that certain contracts may need to be adjusted or changed and some relationships or some expectations of ourselves within relationship may need to change in order for there to be healing, in order for there to be liberation of some sort. Under this full moon, we're going to be having Mars, who's in his home sign in Scorpio, perfectly trining Neptune and Pisces. And this aspect is going to be building all week and, and on under this full moon we're definitely going to be feeling the intensity of it so with this mars is the planet that rules our willpower our drive and neptune is the planet of our dreams our desire to escape our desire to be fantastical and whimsical and and dreamy so with this trine here there may be a desire to dissolve your responsibilities in some way or simplify things so that you can relax and unplug this week. It may feel very natural to recuperate your energy and to slow down and to consider your motives and where your willpower is being stirred under this aspect. You may want to be very mindful of substance use or moving too quickly due to excitement or momentum um, because this energy can be um, sort of unpredictable. So you want to pace yourself in terms of your dreams and in terms of just your your overall, you know, physical movements in life so that you can avoid any accidents or um, feeling under the influence of something that is is um, could be detrimental to yourself. So on top of this, we're also going to be having Jupiter perfectly squaring Chiron and trining Uranus. So with the trine from Jupiter to Uranus, there may be sudden opportunities for positive change, uh, major shifts in your normal routine. You may be inspired to travel, to have a unique experience of some kind, and to go towards opportunities that allow you to learn or to teach in a new and radical revolutionary kind of way. There may be advancements and ideas involving technology as well. The square from Jupiter to Chiron can also bring about healing interactions between those that we're learning with, whether it be our students, our teachers, our friends, or our communities. You may start to also realize that there is a deep healing message within your own story, and you may be experiencing a breakthrough that allows you to feel more comfortable in your own skin and on your own path, even if that means cutting out judgmental thoughts, and beliefs that prevent true expansion and expression. 
on Thursday, post full moon in Gemini, the moon will still be in the sign of Gemini, but after its opposition to the sun, it will go void, of course, until 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. So on Thursday, it's a long void, of course, day where you may be more inclined to spend time on your own or to do things that are very simple, that don't require other people's feedback. Um, that also allow you to remain focused and centered within your own being. So with the moon in Gemini and the moon being ruled by Mercury and Sagittarius right now, you may be inclined to travel or to commute or to run errands of some sort on Thursday. You may be writing or planning or goal casting or working with money in some way since we do have Venus being ruled by Saturn and in between Saturn and Pluto during this time and the ruler of Mercury being Jupiter, also under the influence of Saturn. So there may be some working with money, there may be some business matters that you're feeling very driven to take care of. You might be cleaning up accounts or refreshing your to-do list, um, communicating with others and consuming content that will contribute to your healing is also a really good thing to do. So once the moon moves into the sign of Cancer at around 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, we are going to be shifting into a focus of self-care and being with those that we love. The moon in Cancer is that of an energy that is very nurturing, very emotional. It's also a cardinal sign, so it's the cardinal water sign. So it's very active in terms of connecting with our watery parts our emotions, our sense of flow. So with this cardinal energy, we tend to feel ambitious and ready to love others and to be sensitive to what they may be feeling. And by about 10.30 p.m. Eastern time, the moon will oppose Jupiter perfectly in Capricorn. So this may intensify some emotions as we come into uh, the, the evening on Thursday, there may be the need to release stagnant energy, thoughts, or even limiting beliefs. You may find comfort in simplifying and taking ownership of your own independence. Cancer and Capricorn, where the moon and Jupiter are, these are both cardinal signs. These are both initiatory signs where independence is a very significant part of their expression so you may be finding a lot of inspiration through realizing how you can trust yourself and what you know and the energy that is guiding you self-control may be needed so that you don't overdo things with the moon opposite jupiter mind you we're also going to be under the influence of of mars trining neptune so be aware of using substances, allow yourself to escape in ways that are healthy, allow yourself to recuperate your energy, reconsider things and take your time. Pluto and Venus are also gonna be conjunct on Thursday and this aspect is going to perfect tomorrow. But keep in mind this space of people that we're relating to and uh, the, the things that we value being transformed in some way, being healed in some way. Jupiter is also going to be closing in on his trying to Uranus and with this there may be some opportunities that connect you with the feeling of hope, with the feeling of transformation through expansion, 
from unexpected sources with this energy to Uranus. On Friday, the moon will be in the sign of Cancer, which is the sign that is very much about nurturing, about comfort, about self-care, about our tribe and our family. And at around 10 a.m. Eastern time, the moon will perfectly conjunct the North Node in Cancer. So this will be a powerful opportunity for us to fuse self-care and business progress. There may be some faded interactions that come about with Venus and Pluto perfectly conjunct at the same time of these two bodies coming together. So there may be some transformation going about that impacts your future in a very profound way. I would pay attention to the people that you're with or the ideas that are coming through or the emotions that you're processing in regards to how you care for yourself and meet your needs. At around 7 a.m., Mars will perfectly trine Neptune. And so this will have us waking up feeling inspired to pursue our dreams or to escape reality for a little bit. You may be tired and satisfied by the idea of resting and dreaming with a more passive stance. So don't push, just flow and take things as they come and allow time to show you the best direction for moving forward. At around 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, the moon is going to perfectly trine Neptune and Pisces. So, and it's also going to trine Mars in Scorpio as well. So there's going to be this grand water trine between the North Node, the Moon, Neptune and Pisces, and Mars and Scorpio. And so on the evening on Friday, this may be an evening where you're really inspired to do something. You may be feeling the desire to be active, to move your body, to be engaged in activities that are both energizing and soothing. It may inspire you to dream and to express your desires and to follow your instincts in a way that is very satisfying and very stimulating. Keep in mind that the moon is going to be opposite all of this energy in Capricorn and on Saturday morning all of these oppositions are going to perfect. So on Friday the moon will be opposite the south node, Saturn, Pluto and Venus. And so this may set a very serious tone as we move into the later hours of the evening. You may feel drawn to taking care of some of your responsibilities or simplifying your output. Um, try not to force certain interactions or events to go as you want. There may be the need to accept things as they are through observing and appreciating what is coming through. This can help to alleviate feelings of tension, separation, and impatience. Be open to exploring any truths that come up in your relationships or in the privacy of your own mind on Friday night. On Saturday, the moon in its full moon phase will be opposing Saturn, Pluto, and Venus. And so at around 4.30 in the morning, the opposition to Saturn will perfect at around 8.50, the opposition to Pluto will perfect. And at around 11 o'clock in the morning, the opposition to Venus will also perfect on Saturday. And after that opposition to Venus at around 11 a.m. Eastern time, the moon will go void, of course, for the rest of the day until about 10.30 in the evening. So on Saturday, you may wake up needing some space from others, 
some sacred personal time. You may have an aha moment that helps you in some way to be more gentle with your body, to be more gentle with your mind, and to have the same respect for others as well. While the moon is void, of course, in Cancer, the moon won't be applying an aspect to any other sign before it changes into the sign of Leo. So this will be a particularly juicy day for self-care, for focusing on community, on tribe, and processing our emotions on our own in some way. Being independent in terms of listening to our own inner voice. Because when the moon is void, we're often very focused on our own rhythm. It's less of an external focus. Once the moon moves into Leo at about 11 p.m. Eastern time, it will be trining Chiron and squaring Uranus. So with the moon in Leo, you may be ready to be much more dramatic in your expression. You may be more inclined to be creative. There may be resurfacing of memories that need to be healed about our willingness to be true to ourselves and to be valued as we are with this trine from the Leo moon to Chiron and Aries. There may be a, sp a spark of hope in regards to projects that we're working on that require some courage and being in the spotlight. There may also be some surprises. You may be in an unusual setting. There may be some strange interactions or thoughts that are very stimulating with that square to Uranus, which will happen overnight. On Sunday, the moon will be in the sign of Leo, which is a very playful sign. It's much more about being theatrical and having fun than doing chores. So you may be interested in doing things that are a little bit different from the normal since we are gonna have the moon squaring Uranus, which will perfect at 4 a.m. Eastern time. So especially to the start of the day, you may be sensitive to something being different from your normal routine or something potentially um, showing up as a surprise. But as the day continues, the moon will be building in a trine to Mercury and Sagittarius. And this will inspire us to really think about things from a broader point of view. On top of that, we're gonna have Jupiter, the ruler of Mercury, trining Uranus and Taurus perfectly. So we may be drawn to opportunities that allow us to break free from our normal routine. We may be feeling gratitude for our new and innovative ideas that are coming through that help us to create more structure in terms of our longevity of whatever it is that we're working on personally. You may be excited to share your new ideas and your wisdom with someone else. And structure, patience, and boundaries may also be a source of liberation. There may be a newfound trust in the divine timing of your life, thanks to this aspect from Jupiter to, to, to Uranus, which will perfect at around 2 p.m. Eastern time. There may be a desire to learn something new or to share your wisdom and philosophy with someone else from this aspect. And liberation may come from creating more structure, being more patient, and having different kinds of boundaries that you feel are really going to support you in the long term, and even those that are benefiting from those boundaries. And from this, there may be a newfound trust in the divine timing of your life. We're going to feel this energy peaking out between Jupiter and Uranus at around 2 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. And about an hour later, we're gonna have the moon perfectly trining Mercury in Sagittarius. 
And with the moon trining Mercury, there's often this sense of mental clarity, of compassion. And with the moon in, in Leo, it's very creatively inspired. You may be drawn to opportunities to com communicate and to connect with people and share those wise lessons that you've been experiencing and having contact with from source. It's a really powerful evening to pay attention to omens and for signs that are having you see how the energy is culminating in terms of this full moon and the waning gibbous moon that will be closing out our weekend. Hello, beautiful soul, and thank you so much for listening to this week's horoscope. If you like what you heard, the best way to give back is to engage with me on social media. This could mean leaving a review on iTunes, subscribing to my YouTube channel, liking this video and leaving a comment, tagging me on Instagram or on Facebook and sharing this message with a friend. All these ways of engaging on the web really help to grow the community, share this content with people who have never seen it before, and to inspire me to keep creating for you all in this way. So I want to thank you again for being here and definitely encourage you to engage with me in these many different ways and to show your love by your reviews, comments, and shares. It's time for the rune of the week. Runes are an alphabetic script derived from Germanic and Norse culture. They are symbols that contain deep meaning and have been used as an oracle for thousands of years. My mother passed this tradition of reading runes to me and I am so honored to share it with you now. The rune of the week is Kanaz, which means luck, opening and acceptance. And this week we have a lot going on in the sky between the Gemini full moon, Jupiter trining Uranus, Venus in a conjunction with Saturn and Pluto, and the moon passing through the North Node in Cancer. So there's a lot of luck and opportunity that's coming through with this energy. How can we harness a sense of acceptance and abundance with Jupiter in Capricorn and the, the Gemini full moon being ruled by Mercury and all this connection to the potential for building new structures, new relationships that really support us in the long term. So have gratitude for the luck that finds you and accept what is behind you. And also accept the visions that are coming for you now about the future. Thank you for listening to this week's horoscope. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave a rating and share on social media. Whatever form of social sharing that inspires you certainly inspires me. So thank you for being here and for sharing the message. If you would like to book a reading with me, 
you can go to staryalignment.com slash readings to book your appointment now while there is still some holiday pricing going on until the end of the year. May you live in alignment now and always.